Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. Well, California is spending record sums of money to address the crisis on the streets thanks to its huge budget surplus and another surplus of $31 billion projected for next year. The state is allocating $12 billion to try to reduce, if not solve, homelessness, an intractable problem for decades in California that has only gotten worse during the COVID-19 pandemic. Governor Newsom and the legislature have increased the budgets for shelter beds, mental health services, encampment cleanups, hotel rooms, all in an effort to address what many Californians say is the state's worst problem after COVID-19. But will it work? And, and if not, what will? Well, for a closer look at this, we're joined today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Ned Resnikoff. He's policy manager at the Benioff Homelessness and Housing Initiative at UCSF. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. All right. So first of all, this is an unprecedented historic amount of spending on homelessness. I mean, it's 12 times what they thought they would spend in the previous budget plan when $1 billion was considered historic. So what can all that money do as far as finally making a real dent in, in this terrible crisis? Well, the money can, can do a lot. Uh, but I, I should say, I, I don't think that uh, from one year in investments, we're going to see a huge dent in homelessness, even, even one year of, of these uh, quite extraordinary investments. This is going to be a a really long-term struggle uh, to to try and wrangle this issue under control uh, because, as you noted in the introduction, we've allowed it to get this bad for decades. H- having said that, uh, there are a few things in uh, this most recent budget that I think were particularly significant. One is an expansion of uh, Project Home Key, which is the uh, pandemic-era initiative to uh, acquire hotel rooms and turn them into permanent housing for unhoused people. Uh, There's also uh, $1 billion in the budget of flexible funding for local governments to try and uh, figure out ways to address the particular manifestations that homelessness takes in in their regions uh, with with some oversight from the, the state, from the Homeless Coordinating and Financing Council, which I believe uh, within the next year is going to become the uh, Intergovernmental Council on Homelessness. So we've seen a lot of sweeps lately, cleanups of tent camps under overpasses next to freeways. Caltrans plans to use some of this money to, to do a lot more of those. Oh, wh- what do you think of those sweeps? We're, we're very concerned about, about encampment sweeps. Uh, I mean, there's, there's money in the budget for what's being called encampment resolution, uh, which uh, is supposed to have a, a general housing first orientation toward how that money is spent, which means not just uh, indiscriminately sweeping people out of encampments, but really trying to transition them into, into permanent housing, which, which should be the goal. The, the problem with uh, trying to resolve encampments by simply sweeping them is that you're not actually solving the problem. The problem being that uh, these people don't have housing. 
Instead, you can often uh, make the situation worse inadvertently uh, for a couple of reasons. One is that uh, by uh, forcing different populations of unhoused people to move around, uh, you know, we're in a pandemic and, and uh, it makes it much harder to, for people to shelter in place. Uh, the other issue is that because the encampment sweeps are often uh, a law enforcement action, uh, by, by exposing uh, people who are unhoused to the criminal justice system, uh, putting them at risk of potential jail time or, or even just, uh, you know, throwing out some of their belongings, which often happens in these encampment sweeps, uh, you, you create additional barriers uh, for people to achieve the kind of stability they need to do things like uh, successfully fill a rent application, uh, successfully a uh, access benefits or health care, uh, successfully find a job. The, the, sort of, the sort of preconditions to actually stabilizing in permanent housing. How much do you fear that those sweeps are more about getting people out of public view so that the homelessness is not in everybody's face than it is about linking that with finding them a place to live? Well, at least in law, uh, the um, encampment resolution grants in the most recent budget don't seem to be about that. I mean, the uh, the uh, language of the legislature passed specifies that uh, it should be a, a sort of housing first approach. But it is definitely something we see in, in local governments, both in California and around the country, uh, in, encampment sweeps that are really less about actually solving homelessness and more about uh, shifting it to, to other locations. And, and that is something that we're, we're quite concerned about. You know, for a long time, mental health and substance abuse treatment really got shortchanged and the focus was more on building out shelter bed uh, availability. Is there finally enough focus now, you think, on those aspects of chronic homelessness or are we still falling short there? Well, I don't know when we'll ever get to enough. I mean, we're we're so far behind already on on every possible aspect of this crisis because it's it's so it's so massive. Um, I do think that there's been a transition away from talking about uh, shelters to talking about permanent housing, and I think I think that's really important. I mean, all all aspects of this are are important. Um, I mean, I think that that uh, shelters and uh, having shelter beds available will continue to be an important part of the, uh, the policy mix going forward. And also uh, that California really does need to improve its response to uh, things like, like mental health crises, not, not just for unhoused people, but, but really across the board. Uh, have, having said that, uh, while there are all different kinds of issues that uh, you know people housed or unhoused might, might face that uh, contribute to housing instability and all kinds of other uh, related issues. Uh, the, the number one thing that people who are homeless need is is permanent housing. And so I think really really prioritizing that as I think uh, different aspects of the, um, the most recent budget did is, is really the, the only way forward. Yeah, and that, of course, is a fairly long-term fix, building all that housing for everyone. So one last thing for you. If somebody handed you $12 billion to tackle homelessness, what would you do with it? Are they allocating this, you think, in the best way? Oh, uh, you really ended on an easy one. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think that uh, there's, there's a lot in the budget that, that is a, a great step in the right direction. Again, though, I think that um, we need to be thinking less in terms of one-time investments and how to sort of build the capacity over the long term to really house everyone who, who needs to be housed. 
and and so I think that's going to require a mix of things. One is one is just increasing the the supply of housing, especially extremely low income housing. Um, there's also going to need to be expanded supports and services for people who are struggling with physical or or mental disabilities or or people who have substance use disorders. Uh, you're going to need more staff for uh, servicing those those populations, um, and then. Also, just uh, direct direct cash transfers or or vouchers, uh, raising people's incomes so that they uh, can actually afford the housing that's available. Um, I mean, it's it's got to be an all of the above approach. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ned Resnikoff, policy manager at the Benioff Homelessness and Housing Initiative at UCSF. Thanks for being with us. You can hear the state of California every weekday at three thirty p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts you can find me on twitter at sovereign nation i'm doug sovereign kcbs baseball is in full swing nba playoffs are heating up and your nfl team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 